This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back once again to another Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. Thank you for joining me. Well, guys, after an offensive explosion on Thursday and Friday night against the Avalanche and the Winnipeg Jets, respectively, the Blues offense did not really show up in this game against Pittsburgh. They would lose this game 4-1. to one. But you know what? A lot of people out there are blaming Jake Allen, and I'm getting sick and tired of this. Sick and tired of this. If he has a bad game, by all means, blame him all you want. But Jake Allen played pretty good in this game. And I'm going to give you two instances of of goals that shouldn't have been allowed and the Blues goal that should have been. First of all, the Blues goal that should have given them the 2-1 to lead and momentum because they were playing great. They were playing better than Pittsburgh. They were shutting Crosby down. He wasn't getting many uh, touches or attempts. And the Blues looked pretty good. So they think they get a goal. And they look at it and say, nope, high sticking. And the rules are, it must be obvious when they look back at it. If they look at it and go, well, you know, it could be a goal or it couldn't be a goal. The call on the ice should stand. These referees need to look at the rule book. I'm getting sick and tired of this. It's not just against the Blues. It's it's every game, almost every night, there's two or three games that have questionable calls. This is ridiculous. Totally change the momentum of the game. Okay, then Crosby comes in. Jake Allen clearly has that puck underneath his pad on the right-hand side of the goal. He bangs and bangs and bangs and bangs at it and then puts it in. That whistle should have been blown. People may disagree with me, but that whistle should have been blown. So if you take away those two goals, then Sidney Crosby doesn't score the empty net goal at the end of the game. The Blues win this game 2-1. to one. There were some spots in this game where they didn't play their best, and it ended up costing them. The goal of Alex Petrangelo. The goal that Petrangelo allowed. And people are going to say, well, Jake Allen's got to stop that. that. That's hard to do, guys. This is just ridiculous. I'm so sick and tired of these refs not making the right call. Let's go ahead and get into the highlights of the game. The Blues would actually get the first goal of the game. And it would be Kyle Brodziak, a man who's been playing very well, would get the Blues up one to nothing. They have exchanged shoves or uh, checks, but here's a two-on-one moving back in. Brodziak, finesse in front, oh, and unable to, and they score! A slow-developing two-on-one break, and Kyle Brodziak, a right-hand shot on the left side, waited for as long as he could. He has Thorburn on the right. A pinch by the defenseman, Latang leaves a two-on-one break. The first shot was actually a pass, goes off the defenseman's stick. Boy, the Blues get a break here. Brodjak was probably in a better shooting position than a passing position, but it ends up coming back because of the hard work from Thorburn, and Brodjak cashes in. You guys all know I am not a Chris Thorburn fan, but he was key in this play, really worked hard in this play. Kyle Brodjak gets his ninth goal. Thorburn gets his fourth assist. Upshaw gets his 11th assist. 
three minutes and 10 seconds into the second. The Blues are up one to nothing. That would not last very long, as I said. I think this next goal probably should have been disallowed. I think the whistle should have blown before Crosby got this puck in the net. If a puck goes under a goalie's pad and he's holding it against the side of the net, the whistle should have been blown. If the puck's open two inches from his pad, that's fine. But if he's got that puck underneath his pad, a player should not be able to do that. But regardless of that, Crosby gets a goal and ties this game up at one each, just about 21 seconds after Brodziak gave the Blues a one to nothing lead. Score! Crosby was at the front of the net. Sidney Crosby has got his 400th career goal. Congratulations to him. The game is tied at one. That goal by Crosby, his 400th of his career, his 18th of this season. Sherry gets his eighth assist, three minutes, 31 seconds into the second. We are tied at one each. Going into the third, this is going to be a rough, rough game. This was a pretty good game up to this point, and it continued to be so in the third. But man, mistakes kill you. Petrangelo was trying to skate around the back of his net. Gave the puck up, passed it right to Rust, and put it right past Jake Allen a minute and five seconds into the third to give Pittsburgh a two-to-one lead. Not the way the Blues wanted to start this third period. Angle back out to center. Dunn has it knocked down, and Rust is in all alone. Score! Brian Rust has broken the tie. Rust has great hand-eye coordination to pick this out of midair, and the young defenseman Vince Dunn is on the right side after Matt Murray denies Tarasenko on a little scuff play. Up the boards they go. Dunn has it here, and he just tries to go to his partner, Bortuzzo. Dunn ends up being on the right side, and he ends up trying to play it, and Rust actually goes down low right between the legs, the stick of Jake Allen. The Penguins go up 2-1 to one on a big mistake by rookie Vince Dunn. Terrible, terrible mistake. Brian Rust gets his eighth goal of the year unassisted. A minute and five into the third, and the Penguins take a two to nothing lead. But the Penguins weren't done. The Blues continue to battle, but the Penguins get another goal to make it three to one from Riley Sheehan, his sixth of the year, 11 minutes and 13 seconds into the third. And it is flopped back in. If the playoffs were beginning today, here's a giveaway out in front. Score! Shan! And it's three to one. Something you don't see very often the assuredness of. Captain Alex Petrangelo, and behind the net, the Penguins had some pressure. The first four checker, the F1 in there hard, and the Pittsburgh Penguins, in what looked like a game in which they were gonna trail 2-1, but it's a high stick play. Then they score to make it 2-1, and now to make it 3-1. This was a big goal for the Penguins because the Blues, like I said, had actually played pretty good, and if fortunes would've went in a different direction, some calls that were uh, turned over, some calls that should've been made, it could have been a totally different game. Pittsburgh got the goals, and they were able to get this game. Sheehan would get a sixth goal. Simon would get a sixth assist. 11 minutes, 13 seconds in. Pittsburgh goes up 3-1. to one. They would add an empty net goal by Sidney Crosby, which would be his 19th goal of the year. Simon gets his seventh assist. Russ gets his 18th assist on that empty net goal. 17 minutes and 12 seconds in. And the Blues lose this one 4-1. to one. Let's go ahead and get to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Jake Allen, Alex Petrangelo, and, of course, Coach Mike on this loss to the Penguins. That's, that's how they live and die. That's how they win the Stanley Cups. 
that's why they're so good. You know, they wait for teams to make mistakes, and, and we coughed a couple, couple nice ones up, and mistakes happen. Just tough timing. Jake, uh, you look like maybe you get some momentum and get that go-ahead goal in the third period, and they turn around and just take it back the other way. Did you start seeing some tired legs maybe in the third period to catch up to you guys? Three games in three and a half days. Yeah, I don't. I think tonight was our worst game in probably a couple weeks. To be honest, I think if you asked anyone, our execution was was poor. Um, but uh, you know, was, that break would have been nice to be able to go our way. I, I didn't really see it from my end. You know, it's a, it's the league call that. It's the way the game goes, and you know, we didn't really bounce back uh, the way we should have. Better Osby goal too. You have any idea how that even got in? That's why he's the best player in the world. It's I would never play that any differently. He he's uh, he's one hell of a smart player. So you felt like you had all your everything sealed off there. It's a pretty good shot. Was it the initial shot that went in, or was it, it seemed like he shot it and then he whacked at it again? You guys have the video. I, I have no idea. How tough is it to maintain momentum in this league? I mean, you guys play well a couple nights in a row. You get outside the division, and it's the Penguins coming to town. How hard is it day in, day out to be at the level you guys were Thursday, Friday? Well, this league is there's so much parity. It's it's not like it was 10 years ago when you knew you were going to come in and beat a team. If you, even if you played like absolute garbage, I think you could find ways to beat teams. But now it's, especially against a team like that, like their top three lines are, are – uh, very dangerous, every single one of them, and you know they just flip pucks out and try to get in foot races and and play a, play a game that's not really our style and try to take us off it and and wait for us to make mistakes and that's what they did. Yeah, it wasn't our worst game we played. You know, I thought we battled hard. Going, it's one-one until obviously the third and a couple of mistakes. But um, again, you got to find a way to win a hockey games. So, but if you look at the overall effort, we uh, it was there. We just uh, a couple of mistakes we can't make. And Alex, is that that's is that team best team in the league that capitalizes on off a turnover? Yeah, you make a mistake. I mean, Dunner obviously no intention. Me, I'm trying to just put it too far in front of me. It's that's a team that is waiting for that. They're waiting for mistakes, and uh, we just can't do that. Alex, your shot that was originally ruled a goal. I mean, did you, did you agree with the? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what happened. I didn't. I, the Paul tip. I have no idea. I guess that's what they ruled. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we don't usually get those calls. You feel like that took something away from you, you from going from uh, two one up early, and then now you got to start back at square one. Yeah, it was obviously tough, but we had a couple of good shifts following up from that. But uh, again, you know, you get one one halfway through the third, um, you just can't make those mistakes. Yeah, I thought that was that was the the difference in the game. Then. You know, I think they showed why they've won a couple of cups in the last couple of years, the way that they managed the puck and uh, the urgency that they had not to turn pucks over and the way that they created them on us. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, again, that's a team that, that with their forecheck, the way that they use their sticks, the way that they poach, um, you know, if you're not, if you're not executing, um, then it's going to lead to scoring chances against. And, uh, and we saw that. Mentally and physically. Yeah, I don't know. I, we can't. We can't make. We, we can, certainly. Um, I'm not going to make excuses either. I don't think fatigue was was the issue. I don't. I don't think so. What about that Petro goal? that got disallowed. What did you see there? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell from from where I was. So I, I didn't have a good view of the monitor. But you know, from where I looked like, it looked like it was okay. Uh, but. You know, again, there is still there is still lots of time in the game, and and uh, we we broke in the game. We, you know, we we made the mistake that that cost us the game, and that that they didn't. Your coach 
okay in the sense that it, it didn't hit Stasny's stick or okay? No, I think it did hit Stas' stick, but I thought I thought that you know again from where I was from where I was I, I thought that his stick was in a good position, but apparently it wasn't. Mike, are those the most inflatable to get up those sometimes? Generally, you feel like you get momentum, and then on that next shift, it's right back. Yeah, well, you just you have to understand that there's momentum shifts, and you have to make sure that you you, you approach the game, and and obviously they're going to get a little bit of life off that, and and you have to make sure that you push back and you have a big shift, with, whether it's a shift after a goal or something like that, or a shift after a penalty. These these are all crucial times, and. And uh, but again, it's it's the it's just the urgency to make sure that um, that you're not making that big mistake or w whatever the case is. And they, again, the, it, not every team picks off those pucks, but that's why they've won Stanley Cups. The uh, that, that that first goal, did you, did you think that Jake Jason he probably had? Well, I I can tell you that I've seen that player do that an awful lot of times and uh, he scores goals from the goal line from below the goal line he's obviously got his head up and uh, and has an ability to look for spots again that that can be a deflating thing though after you you just get a nice goal from Bratiak yeah yeah it can be I think I think that we you know through two periods I think we were pretty happy with the way things were going we even had some looks in the in the third and we had some some pressure, and and uh, you know their their goalie made some big saves at the big time, and uh, and again we we made some mistakes that that cost us the game. Yeah, we we obviously have to understand the importance of that. And we, you know, like in Winnipeg, we had a great response and, and scored a big goal after them scoring. But those are those are critical times, critical moments in the game. You know, although you're unhappy with the loss, I mean, you had the energy was pretty good. Yeah, no, I thought the work ethic was there, um, and uh, there was there was a lot of parts to our game that 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 were very good. We put ourselves in a good position to win again. I think that their goalie did a good job. Uh, I think we could have maybe uh, made it a little bit more difficult on them tonight, but uh, but that said, I think that we uh, there was a lot of parts that actually looked pretty good. Um, and then you know, like I said, it's just. They, they were playing tight. They were playing really tight. They were playing a very solid road game, not not looking to make any mistakes and uh, and hoping that we broke and and uh, and their game plan worked. Just a rookie mistake by Don. Yeah, I would say so. I think that's uh, you know that there's no question. But you know, I think that obviously Petro made one there too, and that's a team again that pressures the D. So whether you're first year D or you know been in the league for ten years, obviously you have to understand. Uh, the opponent, the pressure that you're feeling, and uh, and and be able to deal with that. Now you go on the road and get Nashville. It's not not getting any easier. No, I don't. It's not going to get any easier all season long. So um, yeah, that's why you just approach it one game at a time, and um, we'll we'll address this one tomorrow, and then we'll get ready to move on for the next one. Tough loss for the Blues. Uh, I think most of us know a bounce this way, a bounce that way, a call uh, that shouldn't have been uh, re reversed. That was definitely a good goal. We do know that Sidney Crosby wouldn't have scored that goal, the shorthanded goal, so maybe they would have still lost 3-2. to two. We just don't know. Uh, if ands, or butts don't help you, they need to move on, start playing like they did against Colorado and Winnipeg, and things should be fine. They got a tough game, tough, tough game coming up against the Predators, and uh, it's really going to test them. It really, really is. The Blues need to play better against the Predators. I can't remember the last time the Blues really, really dominated the Predators. Have they beat them? Yeah. But have they dominated them? No. Uh, this team seems to give the Blues all kinds of fits. And I think it's because they forecheck. They forecheck very well. They don't make a lot of mistakes. And when you make a mistake, they take advantage of it. 
That's what a good team does. They wait you out. They wait you out. When they get an opportunity, they take advantage of it. And the Blues will have to be at their best. I hope the Blues can have another great effort against the Predators the way they did against the Jets and the Avalanche. And the Blues should be fine. Thanks again for joining me for this game recap. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't take any wooden nickels because you can't spend them. And let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.